All right, so bonus round. Let's talk about building an email list. This is one of the most important things in marketing, in my opinion. Uh, bigger than social media, bigger than TV. I don't know. It's bigger than most things. Like the email list is, is there's money in the list is kind of the old school approach that if you have an email list, you, you, it's something you own. Also, you don't you're not like borrowing space on Facebook or borrowing space on Twitter that at any time can like change an algorithm and now you can't talk to your community anymore just the way the algorithms work out. And so, tell me why it's important first of all to have an email list, and then we'll get into kind of the ways to build that. Yeah, like as I think as you mentioned, you know, on social media, Facebook, uh, Twitter, you never quite know how that environment's going to change. And Facebook's been tweaking their their pages uh, algorithm for quite a while now where they've been people who like your pages only 10% of them will actually even see the posts that you make Mm -hmm. because Facebook is trying to sell you ads to basically promote your posts to the rest so what a mailing list does is you have like I said a very reliable channel the mailing list is I think I don't have the numbers but they that's the one that gets the most attention it's the one that you can send direct messages to the most reliably and so that's how I've been approaching building an audience it's, it's kind of funneling everyone into the mailing list and using that mailing list sparingly up until the campaign launches. So I believe it's the, it's the best way to mobilize people because you can also contain the most information. You can add in a bunch of tracking information, see who what who clicks on what, uh, unsubscribes, and kind of overall engagement. Yeah, it's another good point. It gives you some really interesting data. Uh, that you can kind of use for future marketing things. It's also, it sends a message right to somebody's phone, right to their pocket, right to their hand. You know, it's very difficult to get in front of people nowadays. There's so many distractions, there's so much going on. But if you can send an email out and you can get a, you can get that message right there on their phone that it pops up, it probably buzzes, right, when it comes in or it makes a little sound and they look at their phone and they go, oh, I have a message from jo- Joseph or, hey, I have a message from the Board Game Design Lab, whoever, you know, whatever uh, list it's coming from. And so I feel like it, the value of this thing is just, so important for people to understand. So let's talk about how you build one of these. How do you go from zero to, you know, a thousand, zero to 10,000? What does it look like to start getting people to sign up for your list? So there's a, there's a bunch of different ways. And I think the easiest one to start with and the one I would recommend starting with is just collecting emails when you play test your game. So when you're play testing a game, you're sharing your game with, a bunch of different people you might start with like a small tight group of friends or family but eventually you have to kind of take it out there and uh test it with people who have never heard of you have never played your game before and if they like your game they like the way you're designing the game there's an opportunity to collect their email and just say like hey if you want to hear about kind of how the how the game is developing, get updates on what events we might be at or potentially the eventual Kickstarter, you know, give us your email and we can, you know, email you when things happen. So I think that's the easiest way and the first way that a lot of people will approach it. Yeah, and it's uh, especially easier because that's that's personal. Like they are talking to you. Like you're right there at the table, and so it's such an easier sell than just saying, you know, than sending somebody a random message online that, that's kind of out of body. It's just a bunch of text on a screen. Like when you're actually in person, it is so valuable to say, hey, would, you know, would you mind joining my email list? You can just write your name. Down. And also, do you like have a form? Like what would you tell people to like the best way to do this at the table? Just kind of have a, a form that they can fill out, or what do you do? So there's two things I do. There's um, I'm actually lucky enough to be in a, uh, in Seattle where there is a very excellent local organization called Playtest Northwest. 
and they actually host a lot of these playtest events at local game stores and, and conventions around town. And they actually provide forms for us where they can playtesters can fill out a feedback form, say like, oh, did the, um, the, the was there too much player downtime? The actions I do matter during the game? Did I feel like there was a perceived winner that didn't, that actually won the game? You know, uh, what did I like about the game, etc. And at the very bottom, there's kind of an email for, uh, field where it's like, if you want to hear about updates and get on the mailing list, you know, just add your email here. So that that's a natural kind of way of doing it. While they're filling out the feedback form, they have an opportunity to also leave their email address. Um, for places where I am not doing it through Playtest Northwest, I bring a mailing list myself, just kind of a paper and pen sort of thing. Um, I'll mention it casually, kind of at the end of the at the end of the playtesting session, usually after I've collected feedback. And kind of a, it's you'll you know there's a few different phrases you can try using. Uh, and the, the goal is to make it very not so much like salesy adsy. It's like mm-hmm. well, if you just want to hear about how the game is doing, you know, the progress of the game and you use you, you make that kind of promise then i think people are just more likely to sign up yeah don't make it feel like an obligation or anything just kind of say hey you know if you want to know more about the game here's the list if you want to put your name down cool if you don't no worries i can't thank you enough for just playing my game you know make it make it just real non nonchalant right. would be yep, my advice exactly. there. yeah all right so what else how do, what are some other ways to get people to, to sign up so playtesting is great but to be honest, it's actually quite slow yeah. because it depends on like, it's like two at a time. Like, <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If you, you, my game takes about an hour to explain and test play, and so like you know you're gonna get like maybe two to five emails per hour, right. which is quite the effort. But the thing is, you're playtesting anyways, so you might as well be collecting emails while you're doing it. Right. So those emails kind of come for free in a sense. The best way, I believe, to get emails actually at local conventions, getting a demo table. So there, hope, a lot of areas have local conventions, and these local conventions are always looking for kind of local people to like, um, demo their games and and whatnot. And I think Seattle is lucky to have a number of these throughout the year. And there's usually someone who's coordinating tabletop games. Um, they'll they'll like they like to have kind of indie game developers, and you just tell them like, hey, I'm an indie you know board game designer. You know, do you guys have any table space? And sometimes they'll have something for free. Sometimes they'll have something for very cheap. And you just kind of get a table sign or one of those uh, floor banners, and put up a sign. And you know, it helps. It does help to have an attractive looking prototype and a little bit of art to attract people to your table. And anyone who's interested, you give them kind of a, you develop your pitch, you know, your yeah. one minute pitch and tell them what the game's about, show them some of the components and whatnot, uh, potentially play a full game. But the best thing you can do if you have enough traffic is to develop a really short demo of your game. And so for me, like when I went to uh, pack, actually, so beyond the local cons, you can do some of the bigger ones as well. Like I went, so I went to PAX South. I was invited as the, uh, for the tabletop indie showcase, and that was amazing because the traffic there was ridiculous, yeah. just nonstop people. And I knew that in order to get, get as many emails as possible, I couldn't have people sitting down for playing a game for an hour. Uh, so I developed a ten-minute demo, and was small, small footprint. So I was able to actually run two of these demos at the same time at the table. 
and sit down two or three people for each demo. And the demo just has to capture kind of the essence of your game. A lot of people will do um, first one or two rounds of the game, which can work well for a lot of games. So for mine, the engine building game, you kind of need that whole full arc. So I actually had to focus down on certain elements of the game and push those in the demo. And so I recommend getting figuring out a demo in order to get the emails and just you know having the email list and i know some people like to use kind of an ipad for mailing this which can actually be quite helpful i haven't actually tried it myself because there is a certain number of emails you just simply lose because you can't read their handwriting yeah, yeah that's a good point and i in the past i've used um these email checking services that if you punch in an email you can check whether it's a valid email and if it's not valid and you might reinterpret the email in a second different way and i was actually able to recover a lot of those emails that were poorly written but there is also something very easy about handwriting an email versus like an ipad punching in your email can be sometimes intimidating mm -hmm. so i haven't tried that, that way but i imagine both ways kind of have their pros and cons so yeah as i mentioned lo local cons are great because you don't have to fly <laughs> and if they're close enough you don't have to have a hotel so it's a very cost efficient way of doing it but sometimes when you do have an opportunity like at uh, like at pax or or origins or something you have a table you know like that can be a great opportunity as well yeah now do you have anything on your website to, gear, to gather email addresses or anything like that? Yeah, so as I mentioned, the f everything I do for marketing mm -hmm. efforts funnels to the, the mailing list. So I, in order, the, basically the way to sign up for the mailing list outside of face-to-face -face interaction and the pen and paper mailing list is the website. So my the website I ran for a very long time was uh, on LaunchRock, and all it was was basically like a graphic, couple paragraphs, and basically a give us your email if you're interested in learning more, hearing about Kickstarter launch. And so, you know, I had business cards, um, and the other way to attract an audience is to create content. I think earlier in the uh, the main episode we talked about how I was writing this blog post about catch-up mechanics. Um, and you know, I, I have a link to my website from, from my blog profile. And so I'm trying to funnel everyone to my website where they can sign up for the email list. And I've gotten quite a bit of, uh, emails from the website, but I, I also, it's a case that some people just aren't comfortable giving you their email right away. So I find that whenever I get a lot of emails, signups on my website, it highly correlates to when I've been to conventions, when I've done face-to-face -face interactions. So a lot, of, a lot of people aren't comfortable giving you their email right away. They may be more comfortable, you know, taking a step back, checking out your game a little bit more online, and then giving you their email. And basically making that as simple and easy as possible, making your game findable, searchable, figuring out where your website is, like having a business card, having a blog that um, has your website on it gives people an opportunity to sign up for those mail lists. Yeah, for sure. Another thing that I've read so much about, and kind of this whole like online marketing, how to, how to get how to get email addresses, is to have a value proposition. Is to have something that people want to trade their email address for. So, for instance, with the board game design lab, 
uh, if you sign up for the email list, then every Monday you get this email where I've got, you know, I send out all these resources. And then anytime we do a giveaway or a contest, or whatever, like that goes out in the email list, like you're the first one to know things. And so it's not just giving me your email address, like it's, it's a, it's a transaction. Like you give me your email address and I give you all these benefits and all these other things in return. And so it, it kind of, uh, it, it makes it a lot easier for people to, to do, cause they're not just giving you something, they're exchanging something. And so that's one thing I, I've advised a lot of people on is, is have a, a value proposition, have something that people want and that they'll, they'll say, yeah, that's worth my email address. It's, it might, it's not worth $5, but it's worth my email address and here you go. And so I think that's mm-hmm. another uh, really good thing to think about. And with, with a game, it can be a little more challenging because, like, what do you give away? Like, what do you exchange for their email address? And so you kind of have to get creative with that kind of thing. Yeah. But uh, I don't know if yeah, you, you had any experience with that. Well, there's a lot of different strategies. For me, it's always been about the game. And I know other people have had other strategies for marketing. For me, a lot of the emails I collect are from face-to-face interactions. Mm-hmm. People who have played the game are interested in the game. So that's always been, for me, the value proposition is... Yeah. This is when how you know when the Kickstarter launches, right. if you're interested in the game. But I know other people have done uh, contests mm-hmm. on like Gleam or Facebook giveaways or like sign up for the mail list and we'll give away this game or whatever. And I think those work, those can be very effective for getting email addresses. But I, They're not I'm super also, targeted though is the problem. Like it's, it's a exactly. bunch of random people who just want a free game who don't care exactly. about your game. They just want the free stuff. Yeah, that's a problem. Yeah, so I'm a little skeptical of like how much value there is. Mm-hmm. Not every email is is are created equal yeah. in terms of like the audience you're building. Right, because it could just so be I, vanity numbers. Somebody, cause, as I've heard people say, oh, I've got 10,000 people on my email list. And it's like, yeah, but yeah. you have a 4% open rate. And so like people aren't actually opening your email, so they don't really care. So it'd be better to have 500 people on an email list and have a 90% open rate than have 10,000 with a 4%. And so it's about the targeted marketing as well. It's not just having names on a list. Yeah, and, you know, some of the emails I've kind of sent leading up to the Kickstarter, and I don't know what typical numbers are, but I have somewhere around, I think, 1,000 emails, mm-hmm. and I have a 50% open rate. Yeah, which is awesome. Like a like a 10, 10 to 20% click-through rate, mm-hmm. which I I think should be pretty good, hopefully. Yeah, but, 50% you know, open is really good, man. That means, that means the people you're sending emails to really want to get your emails. They, they want to mm-hmm. hear what you have to say. They're not just, like, deleting or just kind of scrolling through. They're actually opening them up, so that's, that's big. Yeah, and, and one of the next steps for me is once I get some, once the Kickstarter launches and once the campaign runs, actually, I, so I love looking at data. And one of the things I'm going to be very closely keeping an eye on is which of my backers show up and which of my email lists actually comes up and shows up as a backer. Yeah. And I'd be very curious to see what that percentage is and where those backers are coming from. Because for my email list, and I, you know, not everyone will do this, but I actually keep track of where I get every single email. Like, which convention did I meet this person mm-hmm. at? Which, which game shop or event, you know? And it'll be interesting to see, kind of, for the past two years of collecting emails, where the most value comes from. Yeah, and that's a really good point that you can actually track because you can segment, you know, your email list 
for anybody listening to this, it's it's not that hard to uh, if you if you're familiar with an email system. I don't know if you use uh, Mailchimp or Aweber. I use I use uh, Active Campaign. I've had a lot of success with it. But you can segment these things and you can keep the data on where did I meet this person? Where did this person? And you could even track like where they come from on your website. You know what page did they come from on your website? You can track all that and and keep that data and you figure out like what what's really worth my time because you might have all that data and it says okay I got ninety percent of my email addresses from this convention. So next year I really want to focus more on that convention because that's where I'm getting the majority anyway. So let me put more resources. Let me put more time and effort into that. And it's a, that's a really good point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, cool, man. Any other advice as far as building an email list? Well, I would say just, you know, interact with your community, you know, find, figure out who all the, you know, the local game shops hang out there, you know, just connect with other designers as well. And I think that you between your email list and kind of all the people you can connect to on Twitter or Facebook, you can really build a, a very uh, compelling audience there that's willing to kind of push your message out. And I think that's really the key thing is building not just a large number of emails, but ones that are people who are engaged and willing to spread the word for for you when the time, when the time comes. Yeah, definitely. Well, Joseph, man, really appreciate your time. Thanks for all your advice. Thanks for coming on the show, and good luck with everything you got going on right now. Yeah, thank you.